Welcome back to the Pass Forward Podcast. This is episode 38, Dream Warriors. <laughs> Dream Warriors. I want to be one of those. That, was, that one's from Nightmare on Elm Street. Were you about to guess? Sorry. Yeah. Spoiler uh, alert. The third one. The third one, yes. Yeah. Sequel West, number three. The best one. Wes knows his... The best one. Horror <laughs> movies. I'm Corey Draper. With me, as always, are the two people you just heard, Colin Harmon. Hey, guys. And Wes Allen. Acapella. <laughs> Go, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is our news episode. We've done a few of these in the past, and there's a lot of news to get to, news that pertains to the things that we uh, love, the things that we talk about frequently in this podcast, yeah. reboots and all the things from the 80s and 90s having a comeback or um, people, dying. people dying. Yeah, so good. We also cover that, so yeah. uh, it's all a part of... A segment which has turned into an episode we like to call A Recurrent Affair. Okay, so yeah, let's roll right into the people who have died. Started off strong. <laughs> which, you know, this isn't really news to people, obviously, but we want always want to give shout-outs to people who may have been influential in the time of the 80s and 90s, or maybe even before that. Sure. So there is Tom Petty, mm-hmm. who, of course, died of cardiac arrest. It's good that he didn't fall from a great height, given his greatest hit. Ooh. Still too soon, maybe? <laughs> maybe. I don't know how that works. I'm not a man. I'm going to keep of the calendar. <laughs> um, Tom Petty, a, a, you know, Gainesville, Florida native. Yeah. Oh, really? I know this as a Florida Gator. It's like required before you can yeah. be accepted. Um, is, he, is he known as Thomas Petty there? Like it's fancier? Um, Thomas Ryan Petty. Yeah, Tom, the TRP. I don't know if that's actually Are you considered man. a heartbreaker then? <laughs> yes. Uh, you're one of them. Mm. Mm-hmm. He's a joker. Sure. Uh, okay, so yeah, we have Tom Petty, but we, other than that, we don't have any other people that seem to have ar- arisen uh, as as poor choice of words. People, people, yeah, <laughs> ascended. <laughs> uh, yeah, we don't know if it was arisen or something else. So, yeah. moving on because this is really going off the rails. Yeah, early. I mean, I mean, really, if we wanted to, we can go with all the people whose like careers have completely died because that <laughs> oh, certainly happened in 2017. But let's just not go there. Yeah, for a different oh. podcast. <laughs> There's always a chance for revival, though, if we've learned anything. Sure, hallelujah. Yeah, so, but we'll get to something, actually an example of that a little later. Tim Allen, everybody. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, sorry. He's always been here, man. Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> Ooh, good point. Oh. So, oh, and Last Man Standing. Apparently that was a popular show, even though I know no one who has watched it. It's like CBS. <laughs> I watch more than I'm proud of. It's fine. Oh. Okay. It's well, not then. that fine. It's over. R.I.P. A.I.M. Sound effect here. Uh, yeah, so AIM, as it's you know come to know by a lot of people who are lazy. Yep. It started as AOL, Instant Messenger, then yep. turned to AIM. Now it's AIM, and you, now it's dead. Yeah. Were you guys big AIM users? Uh, for sure. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you grew up in the 90s, you used AIM. Okay. So what was your handle? I feel like we discussed this, but... We have discussed this, but it's worth revisiting. Sure. What was your handle? Uh, my, my very first one was uh, God Rules 12. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 12 of what? Yeah. That, that was my age. Okay. Oh, you, oh so you were 12. So, I was 12. So it's like a timestamp. Yeah. I like that. So God doesn't rule over 12? <laughs> yeah, not in his teens. Well, okay. I changed it to God rules three, so I don't I mean, take okay. that for what you will. It's like Trinity? 
Sure. Cool. Or as my favorite number, whatever. Whatever, same thing. Probably the same. My first handle was shared with my parents because we all had one <laughs> AOL account. So yours was like <laughs> was, hashtag shared with my parents. <laughs> yeah. It was my parents' name like abbreviated in a weird way that Ooh. they still have. Uh, but then my second one was Poconacha Punks 32, <laughs> which is a MXPX I love reference. Poconacha Punks. Mine were always sports related after that. Okay. Chipper fan. You still a chipper fan? Yeah, he's a good guy. Well, he's not really a good guy, but he's a great <laughs> baseball player. <laughs> he has tall I'm socks. sure he's a good guy. He just yeah. has a, you know, relationally, he's not a, you know, yeah. anyway. He did good things while in the jersey. We'll say sure. That. Also <laughs> did not, some, good not so great things. But, yeah, that we know of. Um, and then there was, you know, Go Bucks, 1585. Mm-hmm. It's a good year. <laughs> <laughs> fine, fine wines from the 1585. <laughs> no, see, I was 15 at the time and Excellent. born in the year 1985. Uh-huh. It all adds up. It. Okay. Oh, well, well, yours, Colin. Uh, <laughs> mine was not as creative as your guys' was. Uh, so I had a, a Spanish teacher and and like my grandma. And my grandma, not the same person, coincidence, but they would both call me uh, Colinito, which means little Colin, mm-hmm. wh- which is not accurate. I am tall. It's very ironic. <laughs> but I would have, so I was Colinito, but the last. It's like little John. Accurate. Uh, but. The last O was a zero, so oh. throw people off the scent. Whoa. Very creative. <laughs> it's like to this day still what I am on a few other things. Did you ever do the uh, thing where you have like the big X and the little X and then your name and then like the little X and then the big X, you know, to make it look Oh, uh, yeah. You try to get like fancy with the way yeah. that it presents. Yeah, mm-hmm. I wasn't straight edge enough for that. I think I did that in IRC. <laughs> I think I did that in IRC, but I didn't do that in AIM. I was pretty st- uh, down the barrel on so my question is, why did it take this long for AIM to die? Dude, AOL still makes a lot of money. Doing what? Well, I guess they're merging with Time Warner and then, you know, Media Empire or whatever. Yeah, I mean, all the data that they still collect. Because you think about, like, there's it's sort of like a gym membership. Like, once you sign up for AOL, you didn't cancel <laughs> it. They're not, like, yeah. sending you a bill and you have to decide every month. I still have a login? Yeah, like, you could still. Well, you collected all those, like, CDs. So you got, like, endless amounts of minutes that you've built yeah, up over the years. Yeah, I remember they used to send you free Frisbees. That was awesome. That was uh, awesome. But, yeah, so, like, they're just, there's still, like, a lot of people that still use that as their primary email account. Wow. Because they always have. They're still we paying use for it, it which well, is insane. But, that, I mean, there's the email account, but then there's, like, instant messenger. Are they, I mean, are they the same, st- the same thing still? Because I knew you could create yeah, that's a, true. a login handle for AIM. Without, with yeah. a different email I think address. they just forgot about it and be like, oh, crap, we still have AIM. Let's <laughs> cut that off right now. Yeah, yeah. it must have been it. Yeah, no, we didn't turn that off yet. <laughs> All right. So thankfully, that's that wraps up the segment where things die. Um, <laughs> now, now to the things that have been um, resurrected, if Ooh, you will. I see. I Hocus see. Pocus mm-hmm. is coming back. It's a remake, but it's going to be a TV remake. So is this like a Netflix TV remake? Or oh, like, it's is Disney it, Channel. Or no. a Disney Channel. Yeah. Okay. Or yeah. Freeform or... ABC, whatever it's called now. Disney, Disney XD. So I know what we're all thinking when we hear this news and that will, it's will going Sarah to... Will Jessica Parker be in it? Oh, sorry. Well, that, <laughs> sure. But then it's, you know, it's, we know that it's going to live up to the original and be just as good as we all remembered and it will be praised. That is yes. always what happens and that's why oh, this yeah. podcast exists. And Bette Midler disagrees. Oh. Apparently Bette. she is not a fan of this and mm. is like sad that it's happening because it's going to ruin the movie which is honestly what we were all thinking yeah too. i hope mm-hmm. she hasn't wagered any money on that yeah i wonder 
why are they why can't they just remake something that actually needs remaking like <laughs> right like mr boogity or something it's like <sighs> don't get my does that up. need to be remade uh, hocus pocus still like holds up very well and they still play it on like freeform or whatever like oh, yeah. every day on october it's yeah. like i don't understand You're right dude if they remade mr boogity it's like the original Stranger Things. Like I would love it's it. like I feel like Disney handles their properties pretty well, they and do. like they do remake things from time to time. But yeah. it's things that typically that need remaking. Do you feel like the smells of desperation in their situation? <laughs> Is it desperation? I don't know. I mean, is Disney desperate for anything? They're Are about they to just buy 20th Century Fox. That's so. a good point. Yeah, it's uh, like I can see them making a sequel. I don't know why they're remaking yeah. it, though. Either, either so, way, just don't touch it. We're good. I'm very interested to see how they do that with, like, a television show. Like, are they going to yeah. solve different... Like, are they trying to make it, like, less scary so that they can, like, have, a, like, a bigger audience? I, you I don't know. know. What, they're, what they're doing is, you know, it's the whole reason we have a podcast. It's the whole reason we have a news segment every single month. It's because things keep getting resurrected and they keep making money, so they're cashing in on all of the nostalgia they can. Yeah. And that's what it is. Merchandising. Um, so, and they're doing it the cheapest way possible. Yeah, true. So, I mean, it is what it is. It's all about the money, you know. It's got to be. Hey, must be the money. Mm, money, more problems. <laughs> I'm still waiting hey. on my Quantum Leap remake. Uh, I like. I feel like that's still the number one thing that needs to be rebooted. But everyone's waiting. I yeah. won't get on that soapbox again. Yeah, I need to get my Marvel Mighty Duck sequel. <laughs> oh, <should've been. laughs> oh man, forgot about that. Call back to. <laughs> what episode six or something that was early on for us yeah something quack 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 (laughs) anyways um so uh, another thing there was not really being resurrected it's just another thing of this franchise men in black Um, is there's gonna be like a a spinoff i guess uh uh-huh but uh apparently it's gonna have the writers of iron man hmm that's interesting. So, and this is a movie, right? This is right. I West? think so. So, I I actually kind of like this idea because because it's like I feel like with something like Men in Black, I feel like you can make like you can kind of extend that universe out because like there's so many Men in Black that you don't really need Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones to kind of continue that on. I feel like you yeah. can make other yeah. kinds of stories. And for like a while, like they were planning on a Men in Black and Twenty One Jump Street crossover which would have been awesome yeah you mentioned that i remember that but like i wonder if that's still in the works or they're trying to develop men in black and then kind of jump into that last i heard it just kind of fell apart yeah couldn't get funding yeah i like the idea of doing like a spinoff with that kind of thing that'll be very interesting to see how that comes to pass yeah Yeah. so i don't know if it'll be good i just (laughs) think it so what we're thinking is just in the same universe but it's going to follow different agents i guess yeah i guess yeah Yeah. i'm worried that's going to go like straight to crackle streaming or something (laughs) (laughs) whatever the equivalent of straight to vhs is right next to joe dirt too yeah 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 lion king one and a half um so there's a karate kid sequel straight to youtube there you go (laughs) that's a good don't even have to pirate it skipped right past crackle (laughs) yeah (laughs) Um, it's called Cobra Kai, and unlike the Men in Black thing, it is including the main, well, two of the main characters, uh, which you know is Ralph Macchio and Will- Willie Zapka. Yeah, William <laughs> Good Zapka. Good old Willie. Um, uh, so yeah, it's huh. uh, yeah. Actually, they're um, they're shooting it here in yeah, Atlanta. They're filming in Atlanta. Yeah. I've gotten a lot of emails of uh, casting calls for extras on that show. Ooh, but uh, you didn't know enough karate. I guess not. This is another also, obvious thing, but this will, <laughs> thing. this will probably be really dumb. 
I just think it's something about actors reprising their roles like 30 years after the fact that hey, it just seems so sad. It's like even kind of felt that like that with like Harrison Ford and Force Awakens yeah. and like Fuller. running around doing the same thing. Fuller it's like House. at least, <laughs> yeah, at least, well, at least Luke knew knew better to like be, be hopped up in like an <laughs> island somewhere and just mind down. his own business. <laughs> you come film where I am. I don't know. Star Wars is a. <laughs> Star Wars is another thing. I mean, that is like a revolutionary story where it's like yeah. those characters had to have been included in these sequels. I mean, they just had to. Yeah, but it's still sad. Yeah, like I mean, it, it is. I don't know. It just it doesn't is. hold up the, well. I feel like the only time it's sad is in the case of William Zap- Zapka, where he has done literally nothing <laughs> since <laughs> Karate yeah. Kid, and here he is again. Um, which, the thing is, though, and I must say, yeah, we always assume that like if somebody hasn't done something since that one thing they were famous for, they just haven't been doing anything since yeah. then. They've probably been working and like just not in the spotlight. They've probably right. been working as not actors somewhere and having a great life and having being completely satisfied with their lives. Uh, just because we haven't seen them since the eighties doesn't mean they've been miserable waiting for their chance to come <laughs> back as uh, they're the bully they played in a karate movie. So um, anyway, <laughs> can't wait for this series. <laughs> Should be a doozy. Um, but yeah, apparently, you know, Johnny's reopening the Cobra Kai dojo and I don't know, I guess he'll be good this time. <laughs> Maybe they can do like online training or something. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> you can learn it from your living room. What's karate? So, Wes, you're going to have to fill me in a little bit on this one, simply because I'm not as familiar with the original series, but Apple is rebooting Amazing Stories, mm-hmm. which, you know, Steven Spielberg is a series that was in the 80s. Um, yeah, it was an anthology series uh, yeah. on NBC. Uh, I didn't really, I, I didn't know about this when it came on, uh, but I remember coming across it on Netflix, like maybe like five years ago or something. And I watched through them; they're really good. They're they're not like they're not really like the Twilight Zone kind of thing, where it's not really as much sci-fi or creepy or anything. It's just kind of like just you know cool story like it's it's fiction but it's just you know a little a toned down version of twilight zone and all that which i think this is like so we have a remake a spinoff and a sequel like i feel like this is probably the one that will most likely be good yeah because it's like with things like black mirror and stuff like that there needs to be more like anthology series because like you can just make that work. You're not tied to any plot or characters yeah. or anything like that. You just have to have like good storytelling. Well, and that gives the opportunity for like up and coming storytellers to like break right. through. You know, or, like they, you know, if Spielberg finds this like up and coming writer or filmmaker hmm. and like makes their thing for well, it, could like be a launch pad for for creators. So that's well, Brad cool. Bird got his start on on Amazing well, Stories. There you go. Oh yeah, I was gonna say so. That's probably like a cool testing ground. Yeah. yeah. Say like, do they have the chops? It's similar to how like Pixar does that with shorts and mm, things like that. Yeah. Well, and on top of that too, you could have like guest directors come in, like, right? You know, have Scorsese do one. Yeah, you know, it's clever. like uh, yeah, Schwarzenegger directed like uh, Tales from the Crypt. Interesting. Episode. I didn't know that. Yeah, <laughs> I heard that uh, Jordan Peele is doing a new Twilight Zone. Really? Yeah, that's cool. I, I'm really excited about that. And I know that M Night Shyamalan was kept on trying to get Tales from the Crypt like uh-huh. up and running again, but I think he's ha- been having like legal issues or mm-hmm. something. Yeah, but in the end, it will actually have been existed the whole time. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the Crypt Keeper was dead the whole time. <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> uh, okay, so that's funny. 
(laughs) (laughs) They've announced the voice cast for Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the new iteration of the Ninja Turtles. And you have, let's go down the the list, Ben Schwartz, who is John Ralphio, right? Mm -hmm. Parks and Rec. So he's doing Mm -hmm. DuckTales and Ninja Turtles. Yeah, which is crazy. Which is cool. He's got a voice for that. He's going to be Leonardo. Josh Brenner from Silicon Valley. Which one is that from Silicon Valley? I, don't I can't put a face to him. The white nerdy one. I don't know. <laughs> That's all of them. <laughs> um, he's Donatello. You have Omar Miller from Ballers as Raphael. Brandon, is it Michael? Is it just spelled weird? <laughs> it's Brandon Michael Smith mm-hmm. uh, as Michelangelo. So there's, there's your turtles. Yeah. They, Any thoughts there? It's like an animated series too, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It, like uh, I'm always excited for new Ninja Turtles, and like I do think it's weird that they're suddenly coming out with another version so soon as the current one is ending. Uh, you would think they would kind of like let it sit for a minute, uh, but I do think that the current one had like a weird demographic where it's like it was for kids, but it was a little bit bit too much for kids. So it was like kind of like in that 12 year old demographic but uh-huh. like adults liked it too and but i don't know it was weird so I, they're definitely gonna like uh, target more younger audience with this hmm. which should be interesting i wonder if they're like trying to backfill like our generation is no longer going and seeing the movie so like oh, yeah we got we to start over and yeah draw in new kids and smart in there for them yeah but i do uh i want to say that the current series just ended like this week and I just want to shout out to the makers of the show because I know they listen to this podcast. Yeah, 100%. Uh, but mm-hmm. they reignited the franchise in such an amazing way. And it was so clear that they, the creators were such fans of oh, like cool. the original shows and movies and everything because they, they just littered the show with Easter eggs and nods to everything. That's and cool. like for someone like me that's like such a huge Ninja Turtle fan, it's probably the thing that I'm the biggest fan of. Just watching every single episode and seeing the, that just like fanfare for it is so cool and like i don't know just like just being able to like walk through like a toy aisle in any store and just seeing like an entire aisle full of ninja turtle toys is such a cool sight and so i'm just i'm glad that they have like because it was so hard to find ninja turtle stuff before the show came out like even like the kind of uh you know throwback stuff or whatever but like i just love that we you know we got ninja turtles out of this and it's like bigger than ever i agree i mean being able to see my nephews like tro- like romp around in, in ninja turtle stuff and tell yeah. them like hey you know i i love ninja- you know who's your favorite ninja turtle Raphael. hey that was my favorite yeah. ninja turtle yeah. and like it, having that experience with them is pretty cool so. yeah it is like a funny conversation point that you wouldn't think you'd be able to have with like a seven and eight year old not yeah. that i like go and talk to a lot of them but the ones yeah. i do talk to like they have a and it's like my nephews think I'm so cool because I'm walking around like when I visit with my Ninja Turtle pajamas. And <laughs> it's like I'm one of you. <laughs> We're the I same time. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so Tamagotchis are back. Is that is that yay or is that, is that like is someone really trying or like already? No, I think like they're bringing. They brought it back. Yeah. I don't. Re- I don't know much about Tamagotchis. I think that was a little past when I cared about yeah, things I like did. that. But is it just I mean, an app? No, well, no, it's like they brought back the legit. It's like 20, 20th anniversary edition. It's like okay. a celebration. Um, it's kind of like the like cheapo version of like, I don't know, maybe the preloaded Super Nintendo or something. It's like they're bringing back this, this electronic thing that was popular, yeah. and it's like celebrating its anniversary, And but it's like 
the only thing I could find that's different about them is that they're smaller. So <laughs> hmm. yeah, I don't know if that was a thing that people were like, oh, these things are too bulky and big. But yeah, they're back and people will play them for a week and forget about them and let their pets die all over again. <laughs> yeah, I cannot. This has got to be just like the craziest uh, consumerism play. If you think yeah. about that one, because like there is so much better technology that is possible. Yeah, now. just make a Tamagotchi app. Yep. I yeah, don't like, it. like partner with Fitbit. <laughs> and, you know, be able to get your step counter in there or whatever, or no, your phone or whatever. Yeah, that's actually, yeah. I mean, that's like uh, with, po- like for instance, Pokemon Go, where it's like you, they have a thing where you make a Pokemon your buddy, and the longer you walk, the more candies you earn so Perfect. you can feed your Pokemon mm-hmm. and grow them, you know, like, or evolve him. Um, it's like the same kind of concept, but, you know, put it in an app and encourage people to walk with them and yeah. then, like have more interactivity than these like two buttons that you're pushing to feed it snacks and yeah. clean up its poop. Cause I feel like that's gotta be the, <laughs> that's gotta be the future of what like some of those types of things are going to turn into is where it's like, instead of just giving you, or as a parent, you're giving your kids more screen time, air quotes. Right. It's like giving them that but encouraging them to go out and like see the rest of the world like look beyond their screen <laughs> yeah I feel like cause that's kind of what Pokemon Go sort of like accidentally started a craze for is like this is going to augment your reality that you're kind of bored with right. using the device you have to be able to go and realize like yeah. there's a lot more out there mm-hmm. encouraging you to walk into the street while staring at your phone right which most people are already doing and now restricted they have a areas <laughs> yeah <laughs> restricted areas so true um, but yeah totally so <laughs> That's interesting. It's funny. It's just, it's another nostalgic thing that they're like, they're trying to capitalize on like, yeah, nostalgia. Yeah. I want one of these things. And then it's like, oh, that, this is the reason they fell off really quickly. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I think it's a mistake not updating them. But, you know, maybe they will soon. Who knows? Yeah. My brother had one that I would like take to school because he's like, you walk more than me. Can you, like, <laughs> you take care of them. Yeah. I was like, yeah. We'd like pass them back and forth and stuff. It was pretty funny. So they have Reptar bars. Holt, I am Reptar. <laughs> Holt, I am Reptar. Holt. That's great. Yeah, so finally, after all these years, they have Reptar bars. I know we've all wanted to try one since watching Rugrats. I actually am excited about this. They do actually turn your tongue green. So how but they're exclusive to FYE, which, yes. like, I didn't even know those existed anymore. Yeah. I thought they all closed down. Like, like, is, that, back. is that part of the joke? Like, is there just no FYE? <laughs> yeah. They're like, yeah, they're coming back. <laughs> <laughs> only in FYE. Only in blockbusters. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I, I can't think of the last time I've been doing FYE. Like, oh my God. Yeah, I, I don't even know where one is around here. What does FYE stand for? Anybody know? Forgetting your elephant. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I knew that. Okay. Formal, former yellow e- electronics. I think it's actually like for let me look for your entertainment. That's it. Oh, I knew that. You oh. did know. Wes knew that. He just didn't want to. It's tell like us. FYI, <laughs> which is for your information. Yeah, I get it. So come on in there for your entertainment to get some <laughs> exclusive green tongue turning well, reptar <laughs> bars. That's an entertaining. We need yeah. to. We need to get Blah. like a pack or something and try it. On yeah. the podcast, I you guys can hear let's us do eat. a mobile podcast and just let's go right now. Yeah. Does it sound green? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> moving on, we've uh, yeah we've got Stranger Things to move on to. So, real quick, there was um, there's a, a, a new documentary coming out on Netflix about Jim Carrey and his yes. journey becoming Andy Kaufman for Man on the Moon. Yes. So this is like on the edge of what we talk about but it was 99 1999 so uh, this fits so I don't know if you've seen Man on the Moon but Jim Carrey does a wonderful job being Andy Kaufman and really encapsulates the character turned out he was method acting and actually became Andy Kaufman and there was a documentary filmed on it and 
Well, Colin, here, you know a lot about it, so I'll let you no, take over. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know what it's been maybe in the last few months, even before I had heard that this documentary was going to be a thing. I've just been on this weird kick of, like, trying to absorb as much creepy-sounding knowledge as I can find <laughs> about, like, what Jim Carrey is doing. I think he put out, uh, it was like a little short documentary type thing oh, uh, yeah. called I Needed Color. And it was kind of about uh, showcasing how he's been painting and what he's been doing and sort of how he feels like that's been a process of enlightening him in an interesting way where he feels like, you know, there was so much that I used to stress out about. And uh, Jim Carrey, the person that all of us would know, is just another character that he was playing. And so it's a matter of like he feels like because that is true, who is he really? Like who is, you know, James Carrey, air quotes, uh, the person that he knows that he is. And he feels like that's like a really fluid thing. And it's just interesting to hear him talk about it because it's like this weird spiritual thing, but it's also this existential conversation that he's having. So hearing him be able to say, you know, I became Andy Kaufman, like Andy Kaufman came back from whatever the idea of him came and lived within me while we were filming Man on the Moon. It fits the way he talks about spirituality in his own world, but it's going to be fascinating. Like the reason that they haven't released it until now is because they were going to do it with the movie, but they said, we don't want to release it because we don't want it to tarnish your reputation Yeah, because of the way that he behaved like he on set. he would just seem crazy. But he's like, well, whatever that is now. So he's like, yeah. yeah, get it out there. But he's actually really excited about it, which I think yeah. is fascinating um, because he doesn't feel like Because they have like, like current him. day interviews about it with yes. him. Yeah, because he doesn't feel like... It's shown at a few film festivals and things already. It's going to be on Netflix. But there's a few things that he said like, yeah, I, I it wasn't me, like... I my body did that, but it wasn't me. It's just I don't that's know. That's crazy. Really, it's like he was possessed by Voldemort. Yeah, in a certain way, but it's like a way that like he's saying that all of us are possessed by our personas. Like right. we're basically just like little like in that one scene in Men in Black where like the face opens up and there's the little <laughs> guy controlling the body. He's basically implying that like our Orions. <laughs> like our <laughs> that's good. Uh, that, like our souls are essentially like controlling this like meat suit that we exist in. <laughs> and like, it, it is just an interesting thing to think about because if we think about the impermanence of our souls and they're temporarily held within the vessel of our bodies, who's to say that that is... I don't know. It's just an, it's just an interesting and intriguing thing that I've just tried to learn about what he's learning that has just been fascinating to me. And it's interesting. That I think he mentioned this in the trailer how once that role was done he kind of felt lost in himself because he like put all of his persona or whatever into that character so after that was filming he kind of felt lost yeah. and it's kind of obvious because like anything after that movie like he did so many random things and he wasn't like the classic Jim Carrey that we knew from like all the Ace Ventura and Liar Liar and all that kind of stuff yeah. so it's like because he did the Majestic after that yeah and he did like Eternal he did Sunshine. Eternal Sunshine which is fantastic it's one of my favorite things he's ever done but yeah. it's like not the Jim Carrey you know him as yeah it's fascinating I if, if go and watch the trailer we'll probably put it in the show notes For but sure. it, it looks fascinating just seeing what he went through and who he became and its effect on his life and all that stuff very yeah. very interesting I'm very excited about yeah it. I think it comes out later this month yeah I think I think the 17th or something okay. yeah looking forward to seeing it okay so Stranger Things, which we have talked about before on this podcast, and even though it's a a new series, it is it's set probably more retro the, than any other things that we just exactly. mentioned. <laughs> yeah, if you listen to this, you've probably watched. It. So yeah, absolutely. And the obviously the second season has come out, and obviously Wes and I have seen the entire second season, and 
uh, have thoughts on it. We will not spoil anything if you have not finished it. So just saying that on the front end, there will be no spoilers. But uh, I feel like it's worth talking about for yeah. for a bit um, just because I feel like yeah. all of us retro-loving people probably love the retro-ness of Stranger Things and also it's just a good show. Yeah. Um, so, Wes, I'll let you take over i loved it just as much as the first season i know that they kind of caught lightning in a bottle with the first season but and it seemed like hard to top but i think they kept it very consistent with the first season and it's so appropriate that they called it stranger things 2 because it it truly played out just like a james cameron sequel i just loved how they kind of picked up where they left off a year later uh, it just felt more natural than just like picking up like right where we left off. It felt like it, it was kind of like the first day of school seeing your friends again, but like a year and a half later, mm, like uh, summer had, break. <laughs> time had passed. They all had glasses on now. <laughs> yeah, it definitely felt like a sequel. And it. there were some parts of it that I've kind of heard critical thoughts on uh, just because of a little, a little bit of it is kind of predictable. A lot of it's kind of cheesy. But in my opinion those things are what would happen in an 80s sequel you right. know like those those things that are a little bit predictable they're predictable to us in 2017 because those divisive the, those devices have been played out so much yeah so of course we expect those things to happen of course that looks cheesy to us but in the 80s that type of device you know whatever whether it's a joke whether it's a, a pl- part of the plot or just something that happens is a little played out and it's it's a little uh uh, old to us in the '80s, that like that was when those things were happening, and right. they were not revolutionary, but more as predictable. So I actually think it held true to the tone of just straight up being '80s and and retro. Um, and I loved the story. I loved the continuation of the story. I also love how lighthearted it gets at times, mm. and um, just really in the age of. Um, like The Walking Dead and Game of Thrones where you just feel feel miserable yeah. after watching all your favorite characters die left and right. It's it's a little refreshing <laughs> to see a show where you fall in love with these characters and yeah, there's danger involved and yeah, you know, they, they just, may have deaths here and there but yeah. it's it's largely They just like, love their characters yeah. and it, it just shows that like you're never left wondering like are they okay? Mm-hmm. Like what's happening? With, like they answer questions very quickly they're never like a lost situation yeah. where it's like you're left hanging and you're like wait what happened back there when are they going to address that they, they're constantly answering questions bringing you along and they just they just love their characters and you can show you can see that clearly right mm. yeah and they also had some you know Lots of references to to different things. I mean, oh yeah, like, there's like still so some many. ETs, still like some Goonies. In yeah, the there. main one was like Aliens for me. Aliens for sure. Like, yeah, uh, and uh, <laughs> there was like a tiny bit of Gremlins yep. in there. Yep, definitely. And which is my happy place. <laughs> but yeah, them dressed as Ghostbusters, like I couldn't even handle myself. Yep. <laughs> if they would have just dressed as Ghostbusters the whole time, I would have totally That's been happy. Be all Stranger Things three. It's yeah. just like, says the guy who has a proton pack hanging up in his hey, office. Hey, hey. It's true. <laughs> 
<laughs> but I just love the entire like experience of the show. I almost get angry when Netflix suggests to skip the intro whenever it plays. I'm like, no, oh, no, yeah. shut up. And yeah. I even watch the credits because they always have like a good like 80s song or yep. something that they play at the yeah, credits. The soundtrack is gold. Yeah. For, for at least like the first four or five episodes, I didn't skip the intro just because it sets such a great tone. And yeah. then I eventually started doing it. But for the last one, I was like, nope, watching this, yeah. like even with Almost the, in reverence. Because it, it's just, just such a great now like suddenly that intro is becoming nostalgic yeah like i'm i'm getting nostalgia from watching it last year with my (laughs) wife you know like it's kind of a weird doesn't take long multi-level nostalgia show so um i really liked it a lot i i don't know if there were any slams i had against it uh, besides one episode which i mean if you've seen it you probably know which one that is but like i i didn't have any problems with it mainly because like i i watched the first six episodes uh pretty much back to back and then i waited a few days or so and then i picked back up with that episode and a lot of people say it like killed their momentum of it but since like there was such a gap with me it didn't really bother me and i liked i don't know i liked the the I'm trying not to spoil anything. I just like the the extra the things you got from it. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I do. We've talked about this before. I worry that they are going to start making things too big and yeah. expand too much in next seasons. I love the connection you have with just the small town of Hawkins, and I don't. I don't want to lose that aspect of mm-hmm. the show. And obviously they have had a much bigger budget this season. And it just worries me because I know they're, they're, they're going to keep on getting bigger and bigger budgets. So yeah. it kind of scares me. But as of now, I love it right now. It's one of my favorite things in the world. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I'm going to rant here. I do not like the Netflix model with mm-hmm. things like this because it – it becomes like kind of a competition in yep. a way, like how many episodes did you watch? And it's like, you don't end up talking about the show. You talk about how you binged it and like yep. what your strategy was and like what episode you are. It's such like a disconnect because like, I feel like if you watch a show weekly, you can at least kind of expand upon like, okay, episode one, what do you think is going to happen? Yep. What do you think of this? Blah, blah, blah. It's like speculation I, involved. In yeah. That it's sense. like, I wish that they had kind of like what Hulu does where they just kind of drop episodes weekly yeah but i know that it benefits netflix because it gets people talking about it and gets you in the mode of binge watching so you'll kind of search for other things and yeah it really stinks because it's like you get to the office the the weekend after it releases and like some people have finished the whole series already and they're just waiting they're waiting for everybody to catch up so you can yeah. finally talk about it and then you and don't then, have any more <laughs> and then yeah and then when you finally talk about it you don't remember every single little yeah. detail whereas like one of the great things like one of my favorite memories in college was watching lost yeah. and experiencing that at one episode a week and and talking about our theories with each other like all my friends and like what's going to happen and what we you know think all the like what this means and what this is is this going to be answered which of course nothing was but like (laughs) just talking about all that weekly was an experience and having watch parties and like getting together Mm -hmm. whereas the stranger things that you're right it's a race to see it's like oh i'm gonna be spoiled so i have to watch all of this as much like as soon as i can and it does kind of ruin it. It sucks because I saw like online somebody posted like a fake spoiler. Like <laughs> I thought it was probably a spoiler, and I'm like, oh man! But it ended up not being true, which I'm glad. But it like I just hate that. Yep, it sucks. It's like one thing it, you have two days to watch nine hours of content, and mm. it's just like it's sad. I don't like it. Yeah, it does definitely toy with your brain and their model in that sense because you talk more about how you consumed it rather than what you consumed. Right. 
which I think is interesting. I don't, I don't like that. With such like a good thing, like a Stranger Things, that gets wasted yeah. on a model mm. like that. Yeah, but you know, it's it's rewatchable. I feel like this series, like it's. Oh know, yeah, I'm I, gonna watch it multiple times. Yeah. I've watched the first season maybe four or five times, so it's, oh, wow. I don't know. And I don't think. I mean, while this season was good, I don't think anything's anything's gonna pass that first season. That first season was just so special. Yeah, I feel like. But what's good is these guys, the creators. Um, Duffer Brothers. Duffer Brothers, thank you. They have said that they're only going to do probably four, maybe five seasons, which is yeah. great. I love it when they already say, hey, this is the cap. So yeah, they already like have in their minds how they're going to wrap it up. Absolutely. It's not one of these models of we're just going to keep making it until it starts losing ratings and losing money. Yeah, yeah, that's what I hate about like Walking Dead. It's like it's clear that they are running out of steam and yeah. like, but they're like, yeah, we're going to go like 10 more seasons or whatever. I'm like, nobody even cares cares about yeah that's part that's of the reason like general hospital yeah <laughs> or gray's anatomy yeah uh that's part of the reason i stopped watching walking dead because i realized i'm like you know what this is never gonna end like eventually everyone that i love is going to die and there's never gonna be like a happy ending here like there's but if the creators came out and said all right we're capping it at, you know at the seventh season and it's building up to this right. i would probably keep watching it seeing what was going to happen like right. knowing there is a finish at the end so, uh, yeah, I, that that model, obviously, you know, money talks. So you you go with what makes money. Yeah, but it's it, definitely it not going to change. Yeah, it makes <laughs> things like Stranger Things. created that model. Yeah, it, it makes th- Stranger Things and Breaking Bad and things like that a lot more special. So, Okay, that wraps it up. Thanks for joining us again. And um, you know, what were your thoughts on Stranger Things? Or what were your thoughts on any of the things that we mentioned? We'd love to hear about it. We're on Twitter at... Past Forward Cast and Instagram. You can find us on Facebook, um, Past Forward Cast, and email us, passforwardcast at aol.com. So until next time, later, snorks. <laughs> <laughs>